0: Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have explicit, honest, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been lovingly generating for you since 2006. We are a global community of pleasure seekers, erotic explorers, and pleasure practitioners. Oh. You'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com where you will find many ways to dive deeper with us. Yet, you'll find the complete podcast archive, 450 something episodes awaiting you, lovingly sorted in our sex index. Or go to PleasureMechanics.com slash free and sign up for our free online course to take the first step with us. If you've been with us for a while, it's PleasureMechanics.com slash love. PleasureMechanics.com slash love and you'll find ways to take the next step with us. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of those very universal topics almost everyone has some exploration to do in this realm and it's one of those kind of meta topics that as you practice in this arena so many other things start to change Mm. it opens up access to new kinds of play it changes your emotional experience of intimacy it might even change your travel destinations. (laughs) We're talking about getting naked together. Getting naked at all, really? What is our own experience with nudity and being naked? And I really like the phrase being naked because so much of this conversation is about how do you feel in your being, like as a human being, when you are naked And not only naked, but maybe naked together with other human beings. There's a whole range of emotional experiences that come up around this for people. But we all have one. And they range from total terror and fear to absolute joy and exultation, the emotional range here when I say getting naked together, and what would it feel like for you to get naked with other humans, and in all sorts of different contexts, right? And we're going to talk about this sexual versus non sexual nudity, um, intimate nudity, when you're actually maybe going to be touching one another or witnessing each other get aroused and turned on. Like if naked is not having clothes on, being aroused and naked, and, you know, maybe your parts splayed open and your holes exposed and going inside one another, like that's a different level of naked, right? Like that's inside out naked. (laughs) And so like if we want to be erotic explorers and kind of investigate our relationships with our body, because there's no right or wrong here, there's no better than experience, but we're here to maybe have a conversation about how can we explore this state of nudity and take a little bit more agency over our own experience of it. So we're not living in our own bodies in rules and shoulds and shames that we've inherited. And we don't really actually want to guide us anymore. Right. How do we get naked on our own terms Mm. or not? (laughs) because there's also strategic non nudity.
1: (laughs) So as we talk about getting naked together, what comes up for you? What what emotions do you feel? Um, What's real for you? Because we're all going to experience something different around that. But for many of us, there is a charge of some kind. And noticing that and beginning to get curious about it. And then possibly taking some actions, we'll talk about that later in the podcast, to see if we can shift our relationship with our own nakedness, um, is a fascinating thing to just explore. Because as with so much of sexuality, there's so much fluidity in our relationship with all aspects of it. So we have a, can have a fluid relationship with our experience of nakedness. Right, how you feel today thing. about that can yeah. be different than how you feel in a year. Dramatically different in mm-hmm. some cases. And it's just great to know that and remember that that is not a fixed relationship that you have with nakedness right now.
0: And just to point it out, right, nakedness and our relationship with nudity is a very cultural thing. Yeah. And we have a global podcast here. So even where you are listening to this podcast will influence how you relate to this conversation. Um, Here in America, uh, we have a very specific relationship with nudity. And also to point out that different bodies have different rules about nudity. The nipple is the perfect example of this, right? Whose bare chests can be seen in what different social contexts is a cultural conversation and one that you are born into and then raised in. So there's the cultural conditions of like your place and your time, right? And then there's your family culture. So you might be in a country that's very like relaxed with nudity but a family that has a religious culture or a historical culture or an ethnic culture that's incredibly more private, right? And some would say like modest. Um, We have all different words to talk around how we're allowed to get naked or not. Um, In here in America, there's a lot of diversity about um, bodies and how they're allowed to be seen or not. And as you travel, this is one of the things you notice. Many of us have had an experience of stumbling onto a beach where all of a sudden we're seeing way more breasts than we're used to. Or when I turn on the TV in different countries as a teenager, I was shocked to see like not only breasts on advertisements, but like sexual innuendo. And right, so to be reminded that this is deeply cultural and you have inherited a whole load here. And then on top of that, there's the layer of your personal stories. How was your body treated by your caretakers? So within that family culture, how were bodies talked about? How were they touched? Were you allowed to be seen naked by family members or not? Um, And then your personal stories of like your early lovers, the first person you got naked with, kids in the locker room at gym class. Were you teased about your body? Were other people envious of your body? Um, many of us were bullied in very body direct ways. And that is a trauma, right? And sometimes we don't account for those childhood traumas of body shaming and bullying um, at the hands of peers or siblings even. Um, And how that might show up for you in the bedroom now, right? Um, Can your body like do you want your body seen? How does that feel for you as I even say that like do you want your lovers to really see and witness your body? to touch your naked body, to see all of you move, right Because when we talk about sex, it's not only being naked, it's being naked in motion and emotion. Mm. So what comes up for you here? Right? There's such a huge range and to just take this opportunity within this podcast and like the the safety of the conversation with us right now to notice what your body is feeling and what specific textures and stories and memories emerge.
1: Because that's what there is to work with, right? It's such a fascinating place to really notice how cultural stories are written and live within our bodies. Yeah. Because we know that about sexuality at large. But sometimes it feels more personal and more, it's sometimes harder to see. Like I feel like with nakedness and nudity, we can really see how the cultural stories have impacted and influenced our particular relationship mm-hmm. with how we let ourselves be on our own or with a lover or in community
0: and as you said how changeable that is so like right now in my life at 42 i have basically the same body as i did as a young teenager but i was subjected to a lot of body shaming forced dieting as a kid eating disorders um, sexual abuse bullying in school all of the layers of it right and when i got to college i couldn't be seen naked by like my roommate or by lovers. Um, and then because I was so sexually intellectually curious, I ended up at like parties with hot tubs with groups of friends naked together and was invited into that. I was like, Oh, you want me to take off this robe in front of people? And I had like complete panic attacks. Um, and I took baby steps into this. I went to events where I saw other bodies being naked and being pleasured. And it was like a whole process. And then I ended up in classrooms of erotic massage where we were naked together. And now I can be naked in front of just about anyone. I feel very comfortable in my body. But that was a process over decades. And so we want to name that and really throw out a few like paving stones along these pathways for you all. So wherever you're at now, you can explore what is this relationship with being in your body naked together and being relaxed in your body cuz sometimes we can like get naked in the throes of arousal but then as soon as like dawn comes your you know your shame emerges again and mm-hmm. i hear a lot from people like i did this thing and felt great about it but then as soon as it was over i felt shame or ickiness come up And that's a really true, just like that's a biological thing we all experience, right? By the light of day, how do you feel about it? And so if like, you want to be more relaxed and comfortable in your body naked, we can get there and we get there together. And that's why like, this is really about getting naked together. That's not just about the seeing and being seen part. It's about this is a social situation. It's a social relationship. And a lot of the The explorations we're going to offer you are social explorations, Mm. Um, but it also just starts at home, right? Like, what is your relationship to your own naked body in the privacy of your own home, your own bedroom, your own sanctuary? How do you feel about being naked? Because some of us get home and we, like, throw our clothes off as we're walking through the door, and there's nothing better than being naked at home, Because that's the place we can be naked, right? And some people just love that. And, you know, the bras come off and it's a sigh of relief. Other people get naked for a shower only, put a towel around themselves, put clothes back on and are never naked with themselves. Some people sleep naked, other people have never slept a night naked. And again, a lot of this is cultural, And inherited, and we can look at these habits and think about what relationship we have with them. Is that a right fit for you? Or is there something to explore here? Um, And starting in this privacy of your own home, because this is such a relationship with yourself. So as social as it is, it's so much also this like self permission game. And one of my favorite things to talk about with people who are maybe like wanting to get more naked or coming out of a cultural context where it's been forbidden or judged or they have a lot of body shame is like, can you do some of your favorite activities a little more naked? And so for some people that just might be like tits out shirt off and being topless and sewing and feeling that fabric move against your skin is like delightful. And you start kind of layering the enjoyment of the activities you already like with the experience of being nude, because nude does expose us to more sensations. Mm. And this is one of those vectors that we can't judge people and how much they like to be naked as like a sex positive thing or not, because you can be incredibly sex positive and like clothing. And that might just be a level of I don't like the sensation of my naked body exposed to the elements Whereas some other people love the feeling of things brushing up against their skin and temperature changes and the wind. Um, So this exploration of your own home, your own activities, your own pleasures, right? Is it watching TV naked with a fuzzy blanket just for you? Mm -hmm. No one's around. It's not sexualized nudity. It's just for you to explore what is the experience of being in your own skin. And then if you want to put on clothing For your own pleasure, enjoyment and comfort, you can choose the clothing that enhances
1: the experience of being, right? Right, this is really about getting to a place of body nakedness neutrality, like where some of the charge is just um, diminished a little bit and we're building more comfort with being with our own bodies naked. Because as we've talked about in other podcasts here, before pleasure comes safety. And so this is really a practice of creating the experience of safety in our own bodies, solo or with another person. But one of the things that sometimes uh, gets in the way of our experience of safety is the thoughts and experiences we have about ourselves. It can be a really big inhibitor to our feeling of safety. And so this is where we just practice being with it and noticing and seeing if we can inch closer through exposure to our own nakedness, to feeling a little safer.
0: And to the experience that we will say over and over, your body is good enough. Mm -hmm. As is right now, your body is good enough and worthy of being loved and cherished and worshipped as is. And to get to that experience of that truth, Right. That's an inherent truth, just because you're alive and human. But to get to that embodied experience of that truth, we need to inch towards that through practice. So you just named two episodes mm. before pleasure comes safety. Your body is good enough. Yeah. We will link to these in the show notes, because this is just one part of a bigger conversation. Mm-hmm.
1: And all of this conversation that we're having is relevant and significant for people at every size. Right. We live in a fat phobic culture and this affects everybody. And people of all size have the same relationship to anxiety, fear, not enoughness of our bodies. And so that will show up for many different people at many different sizes. And also some people who are on the bigger size have created a lot of comfort in their own body and so it sometimes is not irrelevant you know like it's it's so personal well and its
0: size and its skin and its shape and its colorism and texturism and a lot of this is ableism too right like do you have a skin condition that gives you a rash sometimes um are you you know not symmetrical Do you have scars or, you know, Mm. disfigurements? And even that word disfigure, you are the figure you are. You are not disfigured. Um, And we all have so much unpacking to do in this realm. And again, we do this together. It's a social thing. We give one another permission to feel safer in our skins. Mm. One of the ways we do that, and that both Charlotte and I accelerated our journey on this, right, And I don't know where I would be now without having had this experience is getting naked in an erotic education workshop or retreat. Mm. I remember the first moment I stepped into a circle of naked bodies in a safe container of a facilitated workshop in the body electric lineage. And I was in awe of the experience of, it was holy, right? Mm -hmm. It was looking around a circle of other humans, all in their vulnerability. And then we all, it's like a few breaths. And the shame and the fear and the not enoughness dissolves away. And we're like back to being family again. And it's a remarkable experience. And it's one that's pretty unique to these kinds of workshops, And as part of this invitation of getting naked together in safe and um, joyful ways, we're so excited to be sponsored and to introduce you to the offerings of Back to the Body Retreats. Back to the Body Retreats are luxurious erotic retreats hosted and facilitated by our dear friend Pamela Madsen and her team of amazing erotic practitioners. You will get the chance to get naked and vulnerable and held and cherished in a circle of women and incredible practitioners that are there for you and to support your experience in coming home to your body. You will be given beautiful erotic rituals to step into, pampered and luxuriated in the finest erotic bodywork available on this planet and given the chance to come into a sisterhood of other women on this journey. Explore their offerings at backtothebody.org. Take their sexual wellness quiz for women to see where you're at on your path to being at home and comfortable and joyful in your erotic being. That's backtothebody.org. Use the code PLEASURE or tell them Pleasure Mechanics sent you for $500 off select retreats check it all out at backtothebody.org. If this is right for you, jump in and you'll thank us later. You'll find this link in our show notes page and along with all the other offers from our generous sponsors at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. So something like an erotic retreat or workshop where you get naked together with other humans and you have facilitators, that's a pretty big jump into getting naked together but it is one that's available to us there's also ways of getting naked together like more socially like nudist resorts and in communal spaces without the social elements such as hot springs and I think that differentiation is really important as you consider taking this leap to getting naked with other humans
1: So what you're saying is nudist spaces often have a community element. Like often they're in nature around a lake and people play volleyball together and they're just all naked. Yeah, it's like a country club, but everyone's naked. You opt in, (laughs) you have membership fees, and you're like opting in to spend time together and hanging out together, but naked. But it's also a non-sexual space, which is important to identify. It is very intentionally and very vigorously non-sexual um and different nudist
0: communities have different levels there of how mm -hmm. non-sexual but even just to say that there's sexual nudity and non-sexual nudity and when it comes to public nudity there's like this community nudity social nudity where someone will strike up a conversation with you totally naked and be like hey you want to play volleyball Uh and then there's places that are more like wellness centered and are much more meditative nudity right hot
1: springs bath houses yeah mm-hmm. well bath houses i think can be separate i think that often thinks about like queer men going to bath houses where it's very sexual but i think you're talking about spas
0: in every city there's yeah. spas and bath houses where you can be naked together but you're not expected and it's actually discouraged to talk to one another. You're not there to meet people.
1: Yeah, it's a solo experience, but in community.
0: So which of those two options, right? We just gave you an A and B and you mm. get to now be in this experience of like in your body, which one of those feels interesting mm-hmm. or something like a beach is kind of in between, right? Like you're not really expected to talk to other people, but you could if you wanted to. Mm. Um And a public beach or like a topless beach, and these exist in the United States, you just have to kind of start googling and looking around for them. And nudist campgrounds exist everywhere. And it's actually interesting how many of them there are, Mm. because there's a real appetite for this, it Mm -hmm. feels good to a lot of people to be human together without our clothes on.
1: And I think there's a real, like, loving nature element to some of the nudist communities, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's about being natural and in nature <laughs> together. Get to
0: sunbathe with no tan lines, you know. <laughs> um, or, yeah, swim in a lake without your bathing suit on. Um, but we
1: particularly love hot springs and totally. I love spas where you can, you're can you're having a solo experience, but you're in community naked, mm-hmm. so you're kind of doing a meditative thing but you still get the magic of seeing so many bodies that are naked and feeling what that feels like to be in a space with just so many different kinds of bodies.
0: Well, it's social nudity, right? And, like, we are animals. And if you think about, you know, if it was, like, all dog shows were costume contests, like, the dogs get to be naked and in their own furs and in their own glory and celebrated for who they are at all different sizes, right? And... (laughs) As humans, like the culture of clothing, right? And clothing has so much laid in onto it. Like, and we Mm. maybe we should do a whole other episode about eroticizing clothing and adornment. You know, like I'm doing this actually for the first time in my naked life. I've gotten so comfortable being naked, I've never owned lingerie. Mm -hmm. And for the first time at 42, I'm actually putting clothes back on on purpose. And that's fascinating. We'll do a whole other episode. As a mock of
1: creating sexualized
0: space in a way. Yeah. Right. But clothing that we wear out in public or that we wear to things like resorts or beaches um, can sometimes get in the way of your experience of it, but it's also like this social marker. And what is it like to be with other humans stripped away of all of that? And to see other people's stories written on their bodies, right? You see the scars, you see the sagging, you see the weathering of time on bodies, and you see how beautiful that is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I've talked to so many people about this experience, you know, having facilitated so many naked workshops. Inevitably, people are like in tears often or in awe in states of wonder about how beautiful human bodies are, including their own it's like this reflexive psychology. If you can look around a circle of 20 bodies and they're all different or around a hot springs and you see bodies getting in and out of the water and like how it moves on bodies of all different sizes, like, and sometimes your own shame and disgust come up. And I had this layer, like I had to do that work to get through my own shame around my size. Um, But then ultimately I saw so many bodies like mine in states of comfort relaxation and pleasure and then being pleasured so then you know after nudist resorts Mm -hmm. and hot springs there's things like sex parties and sex clubs another episode that will be in the show links um but you can go into spaces of sexualized nudity Mm -hmm. then if you choose and again all of this is choose your own adventure you know if all you do is get a little bit more naked under your favorite blanket and notice that sensation that's enough right for some people at some moments of their life that's enough and that's a whole journey you know a whole journey yeah (laughs) getting naked at home watch the bacon splatter (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) but for some of us the next exploration could be entering places of sexualized nudity and there you get to watch bodies being pleasured being worshiped being celebrated and again like i get i can get wistfully tearful of my first sex parties and seeing fat dykes up on St. Andrew's crosses being worshiped and just rolling with erotic power and energy and seeing how their muscles were moving and feeling so, um, ag- uh, yeah. Moved? Moved?
1: <laughs> Changed?
0: Transformed. Yeah. Right. Cause I had been living with a story And it's amazing that we live with these stories that if we name them out loud, they're like, really, dude, like, this is what I'm telling myself. But yeah, really, I up until that point of college, I was telling myself that someone would fall in love with me despite my body. Mm -hmm. And that if I was good enough and smart enough and funny enough and kind enough and generous enough and all those other things, someone would get over the fact that I was big and broad and fat and love me anyway. Like that's really what I believed. Mm-hmm. And I walked out of that sex party being like, "Oh, there's actually people that want to worship me and love me and cherish me for my body mm-hmm. and then they'll get to know me." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And that like my body is actually of a, a valued asset here. It is wanted, it is desired, right? Cuz underneath all of the shame, underneath all of the fear about being naked and being seen, a lot of that is belonging and worthiness and if I am seen will I be cherished and celebrated and adored or will I be judged and mocked and diminished and criticized and rejected Ah. yeah and if that's the risk I'm going to keep my clothes on thank you very
1: much which is a very wise risk I mean very wise choice
0: (laughs) but what if you could create and trust and cultivate relationships where your body as is is celebrated cherished adored pampered right (laughs) because there is someone out there that loves your body type just for how it is and this is getting into like body type you know there's all sorts of layers here but like whoever you are whatever your body looks like like you deserve love and there's someone ready to love you and so how do we get naked to that
1: too so we are just okay. speaking to the absolute healing power of seeing many naked bodies and allowing it to change you, allowing it to change your awareness and experience of your own body and have more uh, well, you said empathy seeing. and compassion for all of us have these bodies that are imperfect and beautiful at the same time.
0: But again, notice your default to the sense of sight there, like seeing other naked bodies. And we often focus on this, the visual of seeing. And this is one of the places we really depart from other sex educators who will say to get over body shame, look in the mirror. I think that's one of like the last things we should do. Um, We never have purposely bought a mirror in our damn lives. Like you don't need a mirror for this. Yeah. Um, maybe a handheld mirror to look at your genitals in states of arousal that's fascinating but okay so even things like that like what parts of your body are you willing to look at right um but the prioritization the privilege of the sight, sense of sight reduces us to objects that can be seen we are human beings that experience that can be felt that can generate experiential states with one another so instead, if you if the visual is tripping you up, please focus on what your body feels like naked, not what it looks like, not if it's like summer worthy or whatever, all of this like fat phobic diet culture industry bullshit feeds us as fears. What does your body feel like naked? And how can you make that a more joyful experience? And lest we privilege the state of nudity even, right? Clothing can also be our ally and help us feel more comfortable in our skins. Strategic clothing, gender affirming clothing can make us feel more comfortable in states of semi nudity than being totally naked. Does that make sense? So this is all about what's finding right for you. Like if what feels right for you is being completely balls out naked out in the sun, like explore that. If it's topless under a furry blanket, snuggle up right? And if it's going to a workshop or a retreat, or a spa or a hot spring or a topless beach, and just being socially naked with very low stakes, or maybe those stakes are very high for you, whatever it is for you, we invite you to explore the state of being naked together.
1: Yes. And in that, can we create a little bit more comfort, a little bit more of a sense of safety within our own skin, in our own thoughts, in how we talk to ourselves about our body, about what it deserves, about what it's worthy of? Mm -hmm. And can we create a little more compassion for ourselves that we are worthy, whatever state our body is in, of pleasure, of joy, of connection, Mm -hmm. just as you are, you are Mm -hmm. perfect. And seeing other bodies and being with other bodies can sometimes support us in that journey of getting to more neutrality, comfort, and safety Mm -hmm. with ourselves.
0: And that is a personal choose your own adventure, right? Because depending on the body you're in, you might need to go to a very specific beach, Mm -hmm. right? There's a specific beach in New York City where queer and trans bodies are celebrated and safer than they might feel in other places. This is why there's like gay beaches where Mm -hmm. certain communities congregate to be more naked together, a little bit more safely in the broader culture. Um, So do this on your own terms. And wherever you're at may you be met by other humans and be loved be cherished and be nourished by these beautiful bodies we're in and how they can interact with the world in different states of
1: nudity. And may that create a little more sense of freedom and then pleasure. The benedictions are thick so in then. this episode. <laughs> yes. um, may we- you enjoy being
0: in your own skin, right? Yes. And you can choose so much how that experience looks like for you, but what would it like to inch towards the feeling of being a little bit more at home in our own skins? We love you. We will be back with you with another episode of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. You'll find all of our resources waiting for you at pleasuremechanics.com. Please rate and review this show wherever you listen. Throw some stars our way. It really helps us reach new listeners and thus create a more pleasurable world for us all. Mm. Join us in the mission. Spread the word about this show let your friends know, share episodes and have conversations, get the conversation started. And we are here for you. We are always one click away at pleasuremechanics.com. We love you. We'll see you next time. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics.
1: Wishing you a lifetime of
0: pleasure.